Hello and welcome to this next episode of the Three Ball Podcast. Today, I'm strictly just exposing sports analysis that are on Fox News and um, ESPN. And also, I'm exposing a fantasy football guy today. So, this is like kind of my... Mm, I don't know what you'd actually call it, but I'm going to say audition. Audition of why I should be on ESPN or Fox Sports because there are plenty of dudes who have no clue what they're talking about in there. And I have written down some of their worst takes and proven that they're hypocritical and they're just not good TV show hosts. Now, they might bring in good ratings because they say stupid stuff, but the purpose of having sports news is for them to feed you correct information and information that's also plausible. So, we're going to start with Colin Cowherd. I've written down seven of his worst takes in the time that I've been watching him. So here we go. Number one, he's a hypocrite. And I also included the hypocritical stuff. Hypocrite. He bashes Baker Mayfield and calls him Johnny Manziel on his show. Multiple times he compares them. He says they're they're such alike. Then when Baker comes, Baker Mayfield comes on his show and sits down and talks to him, the first thing he says, oh, I, I've never said you're Johnny Manziel, even though there's plenty of evidence suggesting that he has called him Johnny Manziel in the past. So Colin, stop being a hypocrite and be a man of your word. Man up and tell them straight to the face. If Steph Curry came on this podcast, I would not be like, oh, Steph, I think you're amazing. I'd be like, Steph, you need to improve your defense. Steph, you need to stop taking the clutch shots because you're really not a clutch shooter. I would be a man of my word. I'm not going to go around and say, oh, Steph, I love you, man. You play great defense. I'm going to be like, you got exposed by Fred Van Lee and Kyle Lowry, and your 47 points in the NBA Finals was worthless because you lost the game, and nobody was on your team to help you, basically. Something, something like that. Number two. Said Johnny Manziel would, uh, this is on his Twitter, and there, there are pictures of his Twitter account suggesting that he did say this. Number two, he said Johnny Manziel was going to be great. He said he was going to be amazing. He said he was 50%, uh, he said he was like 50% Doug Flutie, 45% Russell Wilson, and 5% Charlie Sheen. And he thought Johnny Manziel was going to be the greatest quarterback to ever walk this planet. Now... On his show, he says he knew Johnny Manziel was going to be a bust. He knew Tim Tebow was going to be a bust. But if you go back and look at those tweets, he says, oh, Johnny Manziel is way better than Tim Tebow. Johnny Manziel is a way better prospect than Tim Tebow. Colin, stop lying. We can go look at your Twitter account. And these are just straight up facts that you posted. And I will admit, I've had some bad takes as well. One of my, I think the last bad take I've had in a while was I thought the Celtics should have drafted Dragon Bender over Jalen Brown because I thought that's what the Celtics needed in my opinion. And now that we look back at it, Dragon Bender's a bust and Jalen Brown is a 20 point per game score. That's the worst take I've had in the past in the past five years that I thought the Celtics should have taken Dragon Bender. That's the worst take I've had. Number three he said Baker Mayfield was undraftable because of a police video. Colin, have you looked at some of the other dudes who have got drafted? They've had way more than police videos on them. And one of the reasons you said he couldn't be an NFL quarterback was because he got caught by the police when he was running away from them. So what? Just because he got caught by the police, what does that have to do with his play on the field? 
And Joel Klatt, one of the brightest sports analysis there is, I think he should have his own show. In my opinion, Joel Klatt, he said, the game's changing to RPOs. Baker, May- Baker Mayfield was, is the best RPO reader he's seen in the last 10 years. He owns the middle of the field like nobody else's business. And Colin just ignores the fat, the facts of football and playing the game. Number four, his 2018 mock draft, his first 10 picks were all wrong. All wrong. He didn't get one right. It's harder to get all of them wrong than to get all of them right. I had a couple of them right. Like, geez, Colin, you are supposed to be an analysis of sports. And you might be the, well, you're one of the worst on here. Besides maybe Ryan Hollins, who we'll get to later. But come on. Seriously, Colin. Whatever. Number five said one reason Baker and Johnny are the same is because they both wear a headband. What the freak, freaking frack does that have to do with Baker Mayfield on the football field? That was, uh, that was one of the stupidest comments I've ever heard from Colin Cowherd. He's like, you tell me not to compare them, but they both wear headbands. Like, what does that even mean, Colin? Baker does a... In my opinion, I think swag is cool to have in college because you need it to build a brand for yourself. In the NFL, you actually have to back it up. Now, Johnny Manziel did not back it up. But if you're somebody like Chad Ochocinco who backs it up and you want to and you want to talk trash like that, go ahead. Be my guest. But Baker, if he wants to talk trash, he has to back it up now. Col- swag in college is cool. Talking trash in college is cool because you need it to build a brand. Number seven, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard Colin Coward say, or one of them. Number seven, says Jared Goff is a top five arm talent because he throws a good ball, and he thinks Jared Goff is a great quarterback because he throws a good ball. Colin, this is the NFL. Every NFL quarterback throws a good ball. I throw a good ball. Like, what does it have to do with me hitting somebody running down the middle of the field and throwing a football? Throwing the football to a wideout and winning football games it has nothing to do with being a good quarterback, Colin. It's, and it's just absurd statements like this that Colin Coward continues to say. And people well, people don't always listen to it. I don't always listen to it. But geez, why does he have a job? I'm better at this than he is. And now, we're going to move on to my personal favorite, Skip Bayless. Jesus Christ, Skip Bayless is hilarious, but also stupid. Now, this is the dumbest thing ever. Number one, said 50-year-old Michael Jordan could beat 30-year-old LeBron James in a 1v1. Skip, you're a sports analysis. You have a TV show with Shannon Sharp, and at the time when he said this, you had a TV show with Stephen A. Smith. You are a paid professional... And you, that just came out of your mouth. You're not a crazy MJ fan. You're not a, you are a LeBron James hater, but you are a sports analyst. You cannot go say 50-year-old Michael can beat 30-year-old LeBron in a 1v1. That's the dumbest thing ever. Michael is out of shape, A. B, probably hasn't picked up a basketball in a while. And you just think he can beat 30-year-old LeBron, who's the greatest player in today's NBA at that time. This is 2012. You just think Michael's going to roll out of bed and beat LeBron in a 1v1? What are you talking about? Number two. 
and skips a he skips a quote unquote boxing guy. He doesn't think Floyd Mayweather beat uh, Manny Pacquiao or a lot of other fighters that uh, Mayweather's faced. Listen, <laughs> Manny Pacquiao landed under thirty percent of his punches, and didn't land as many punches as Floyd. So how could he have won that fight? Floyd hit a better percentage. He hit more punches. Floyd was better on defense. And Skip's only thing to say that Manny Pacquiao won the fight was he was the aggressor. Just because you're the aggressor don't mean you won the boxing match. And I know, Skip, you you come from all this boxing stuff. So is Max Kellerman. But Max Kellerman ain't stupid enough to go on TV and say that Floyd Mayweather lost the Manny Pacquiao fight. Max Kellerman is going to sit up there and say, yeah, Floyd won. He was the great, he is a better defensive boxer. He's a better boxer in general. Like, come on. Skip, what are you talking about? <sighs> Number three. said t- Now, this one's idiotic, too. Said Tim Tebow was more box office than the great, than the great Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. to him. What are you talking about? Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest basketball. He's one of the top five basketball players to ever play this game. And he plays for a lot of the Los Angeles Lakers, who's one of the biggest cities. And big, er, Los Angeles is the biggest city. And the Lakers are one of the biggest teams. And you think Tim Tebow, who plays in the small little town of Denver, and plays quarterback for Denver for a year. And I'll just let to remind you, Tim Tebow got beat out by Mark Sanchez in New York. So he really won that box office and couldn't play either. You really think Tim Tebow is more box office than the great Kobe Bryant? Like, why does he have a job? I would have fired him on the spot once he said that. Once he got up after that break, you're fired. See ya. I don't want to talk to you anymore. It's one of the most delusional takes I've ever heard. Number four. He said he'd take, as much as I hate Tom Brady, he said he would take Tim Tebow over Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady's... In my opinion, top three greatest quarterback of all time. And Tim Tebow ain't even in the top 200. I'd put freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick over him. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has an underrated Hall of Fame career. And that, you can add that to one of my worst takes. But whatever. You go look at the stats. He's much better than a couple of Hall of Famers. So whatever. Tom Brady, who has some of the greatest fourth quarter comebacks in NFL history... And Tim Tebow, who had a couple regular season fourth quarter comebacks. Well, then I'll take Vince Young over Tom Brady in the fourth quarter because Vince Young has more fourth quarter comebacks in the season than uh, than Tim Tebow did. Like, these takes are stupid. Why do you have a job? Please get fired. Number five. He said Johnny Manziel would be bigger than LeBron James in Cleveland. Which is stupid. Uh, it didn't happen. Johnny Manziel was obviously a bust. LeBron is still the greatest basketball player to ever walk the, walk the city of Cleveland. Here we go. Number six. He said Fred, Fred Van Fleet should have been finals MVP over Kawhi Leonard, who was obviously the best player on that team. And, yeah, whatever. That's like saying because... Uh, Steve Kerr hit a game-winning shot in the NBA Finals. They should have given the Finals MVP to Steve Kerr because he hit a game-winning shot. This is not how that works. This is just not how that works. Kawhi was the best player on that team. Kawhi led the team. And if you want to use the case, well, Andre Iguodala won Finals MVP over Steph Curry. Andre Iguodala was the best defensive player on that team. And he averaged more than, like, 11 points a game on LeBron. 
Andre Iguodala wasn't no scrub who was averaging. I think maybe Fred Van Lee averaged like two more points than Andre Iguodala. Like, Skip, these, these takes are not very good. You just need to stop talking for once in your life and just shut up. That's the last one on uh, Skip Bayless. Now, I actually like Shannon Sharp because I think Shannon Sharp brings a dynamic that you need. Um, he might have some bad takes, but Shannon Sharp, at least when it comes to football, he knows what he's talking about. Uh, the only thing I got against uh, Shannon Sharp is he, he is, he's a big LeBron fan, so every LeBron fan does this. He uses stupid stats to uh, show why LeBron's better than Michael. Now, it's like, well, game-winning shots. Uh, LeBron in the NBA Finals is 6-12, and Michael's only 5-11. of 11. Like, really? What does that have to do with the price of eggs in China, Shannon? Uh, Michael's 6-0, and LeBron's 3-6, and six, and he might get knocked down in the first round of the playoffs this year. Whatever. That's my only beef with Shannon. Now, Nick Wright. Jesus, Nick Wright. Number one, hypocrite. He's, he's a big hypocrite, if you didn't know. There are many examples of it. I didn't have time to write write them all down. If you want to, you can go look at them. Uh, number two, liar. Like, come on, man. Especially that haircut that one time. He was bald, and then he just shows up with hair one day. Like, come on, man. That, 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 ain't, that ain't really how that works. Okay, now, <laughs> let's go to some real reasons. He uses a flawed ring logic. So, his ring logic, and I agree with him in the fact that all rings are not created equal. So, he thinks LeBron's 3-1 lead should count as two rings, and then he said if LeBron wins the finals this year, it should also count as two rings, which he'll be tied with Michael Jordan after that. Then, you have to use the same flawed ring logic for everybody else in NBA history. You have to say Dirk's, one ring is probably worth three rings now. You have to say, well, Bill Russell's 11 championships are really only worth, like, eight now. And Michael's six rings, one of them's probably worth two, so you have to say he at least has eight rings now. And the flawed logic of this, and Magic's one ring, that one ring Magic one, where he had to play center, you have to say that's at least worth one more. And Kobe, you have to say, and Kobe's back-to-back run, that, that has to be at least worth one more, maybe even two more. The flawed ring logic system of this is not very good. Then you have to say Kevin Durant's three is maybe only worth two, and Curry's however many rings is only worth, like, one now, because Curry ain't do crap in those finals, whatever. So you have to use the same logic for every other example as well. You can't just use the flop ring logic to support your one argument. Because then I can say Dirk has more rings than D-Wade. So, whatever, Nick, right? Do what you do. Um, and this is another one that I, I remember I, I remember listening to this on the way to school a lot. He just goes on and on about Patrick Mahomes. He's a Chiefs homer. Dude, I ain't hearing you talk a day about the Chiefs before Patrick Mahomes started playing. Please don't act like you've been a Chiefs fan forever, man. He thinks Patrick Mahomes is like the greatest man to ever walk on earth. He probably thinks Jesus didn't exist and Patrick Mahomes is Jesus himself. Like, come on, man. I don't need to hear you go on and on about Patrick Mahomes 
for uh, for like five segments. I don't really need it. And, oh, Jesus, Ryan Hollins. Ryan Hollins is like the bleacher report of ESPN. He said he would take Chris Middleton over CP3. Now, Bleacher Report has Chris Middleton as the 10th best NBA player in right now, which is idiotic. And that's Bleacher Report's problem at their own. Like, Bleacher Report sucks. But whatever. Bleacher Report can do what they want. That's their business. Who cares? But Chris Paul, who's led the Thunder to the playoffs, and, is, and Nick Wright's top five MVP candidacy, um, Chris Paul, he said he would take... Chris Middleton, who, if he would have had the 50-40-90 club this year, he'd be, the, he'd be another not-Hall of Famer to be in the 50-40-90 club with Malcolm Brogdon, but whatever. CB3 basically led that team to the playoff, led the Thunder to the playoffs this year, and they will face the Houston Rockets. Chris Middleton didn't lead that team to the, lead the, team to the one seed. Giannis did. Because, and he wanted to use this flawed logic into saying that James Harden was better than Giannis last year and James Harden should have won MVP. And he, this is on the list too, I'll get to it. But he also argues with dumb facts as well. But we're going to go to number two. He said he would take Harden and Westbrook over Katie and Kyrie. Katie, one of the most elite scorers ever. And shoots efficiently. James Harden sometimes doesn't shoot efficiently like that time. He shot like 2 for 12 from the 3-point line. Got locked up by 40-year-old Manu Ginobili. There are plenty of examples of that. Dude getting locked up. But whatever. And Westbrook. Westbrook can't shoot efficiently from the floor. And I love Russell Westbrook. He can't shoot efficiently half the time he plays. But you gonna take him over KD? This is the most efficient, one of the most efficient scores I've ever seen in my lifetime. And Kyrie, the dude, hit the game-winning shot on Steph Curry in the 2016 3-1 lead NBA Finals. Like, come on, man. Number three. Said LeBron James will be on Lakers Mount Rushmore if he wins a ring. Shaq, Shaq said himself he ain't even on Lakers Mount Rushmore. So you really gonna say... LeBron is better than Lakers Shaq, or LeBron, Laker LeBron is better than Lakers Shaq. Come on, man. Your takes are stupid. Please, get off the show. And just, and let's just tell ESPN and Fox this. Just because somebody played doesn't mean they are smart at talking about their sport that they played in. Ryan Hollins is not good at talking about basketball. He's good at talking about NBA prospects that have played in the EuroLeague because he played in the EuroLeague and he played with a couple of them. But talking about NBA basketball, that ain't his thing. So please fire him. He's not good at his job. And Kendrick Perkins isn't either, but I didn't feel like going on a perk rant today. I actually like, kind of like Perkins and the NBA Perkins because, you know, he got that weird jump shot where he holds the pose for about two seconds. I'll, Ken, Kendrick's the homie. Number four. Oh, actually, I'm going to give you my Lakers, Mount Rushmore. Magic, Kobe, Kareem. And who's going who's gonna, to... Jerry West. Wilt. Shaq. Elgin Baylor. There are plenty of guys I would put on Lakers, Mount Rushmore instead of LeBron. So let's just get that out there for a couple minutes. Number four. Argues with dumb facts. For example... 
And he was arguing that uh, Chris Middleton was better than Chris Paul because Chris Paul hadn't made the All-Star game in two years. What? That's a stupid argument. The All-Star game is voted on half by fans and half by players and coaches. You can't use that as an argument saying that somebody's better. In fact, CJ McCollum hasn't made an All-Star game, but Kyle Korver has. So am I going to use the argument that Kyle Korver's better because he made an All-Star game? It's a stupid argument. Don't use it. Number five. said Russell Westbrook. This was when Westbrook was by himself, and I think he maybe had Paul George. He said Russell Westbrook could single-handedly beat the Warriors with KD, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and that Warriors deep bench that they had. That team was amazing. I'll give them that. How can Russell beat that? Because, and he said, and he contradicted himself in the argument. He said, oh, Russell's got the energy to beat them, but the only problem is Russell doesn't shoot efficiently. So how is a guy who doesn't shoot efficiently supposed to beat one of the most efficient scoring basketball teams ever? By himself, basically. That ain't gonna happen. As much as I love Russell, and if I gave you Russell and Curry stats side by side, I guarantee most of you would pick Russell if I just took away the player and just handed you stats. So there we go. Stupid argument there, too. Number six. Said Odell wasn't a model citizen. Because he was on a boat. Odell hasn't committed a crime, so how is he not a model citizen? What is that? And what does that even have to do with his play on the sport, play on the football field? That was one of the reasons he said that him going to Cleveland was a bad trade for Cleveland. I think I thought it was a bad trade because they got rid of an alignment. But he said it was a bad trade because Odell wasn't a model citizen. Odell hasn't committed a crime ever. How is he not a model citizen? Whatever. Whatever, man. Ryan Holland's classified AO. 1A idiot. Whatever. Oh, and okay, so here's the last guy I want to talk about. He's not an analyst. He's not a big... Sp- he's not on Fox News or ESPN, Sports Center, any of those stupid things. He's just a fantasy football guy. And this guy tries to tell you, you know, who to pick in fantasy football because numbers are everything. No, I win fantasy league because I pick the best players and the players perform. Not because, oh... This is a little matchup you need to pick. No. Pick the best players, and the best players will win you fantasy football. Don't listen to Joseph Roberts, a.k.a. the fantasy football counselor. We're going to expose him real quick. Number one, he's been saying David Johnson's going to be a stud for like the last three years. Whatever. Dude, just just quit it. David Johnson had one good year. He's a one-hit wonder. Stop saying he's going to have great years. And 2017, he said he probably said he was going to be a stud because he had just ran for a thousand yards. David Johnson was the number one fantasy pick in almost everyone's league. ACL injury out for the season, and he continuously wrote he t- continuously gets on Dalvin Cook's behind because of the fact Dalvin Cook isn't healthy. 2017, David Johnson wasn't healthy. He's been banged up ever since then. Whatever. 2018. 940 yards, 7 touchdowns. That's not a good running back year. Good running backs run for over 1,000 yards. That ain't a good year. And only 7 touchdowns? So 6 times 7 is 42 points. He gave you 42 points off of touchdowns? That ain't, that ain't nice. That ain't nice like that. 
2019. And, of course, the fantasy football counselor, he's probably an expert in a couple people's minds. In 2019, he wants to blame Cliff Kingsbury for the system of offense they ran, right? In 2018, they didn't win crap games. They won, like, two games in 2018. Apparently, running the ball with David Johnson doesn't win football games. So if Cliff Kingsbury changes the system, they win more games than they did last year. Cliff Kingsbury's job as a football coach is to win football games, not to get you fantasy points. So don't go blaming Cliff Kingsbury for David Johnson not playing good. In 2019, he gets beat out. He gets beat out by Kenyon Drake, runs for 345 yards and two touchdowns. Crap year again. Don't blame Cliff Kingsbury for David Johnson not doing his job. He's not a good running back anymore, and he's out of his prime. The ACL injury killed his career. It happens. We understand. Number two, thanks again, beat up Le'Veon Bell. This dude's like a 40-year-old man, mid-40s. He ain't beating up anybody. Come on, man. I could beat you up, but whatever. You ain't beating up anybody. You ain't even buff as the start of it. You really ain't that big. And you want to talk trash about a guy who plays NFL football and has taken more hits than you ever have. And you want to go critique his boxing skills and his boxing stance. Come on, man. Roy Jones Jr. had one of the most unorthodox stances ever. And he knocked out people all the time. So don't go saying his boxing stance is the reason he ain't a good boxer. Whatever, bro. Shut up. You ain't that good of an expert anyway. Number three. He thinks Antonio Brown is stupid bipolar, and just because he's accused of assault means the Seahawks shouldn't sign him, or nobody should think of signing him. Hmm. Okay. Stupid. And he has more money than you, so he can't be that stupid. And pretty sure his IQ test ain't that dumb. I'll go look at it, but it can't be worse than Tua's. And I don't hear you calling Tua stupid, but whatever, man. Bipolar. Plenty of people are bipolar, so are you saying there's something wrong with being bipolar? Shut up. Accused of assault. Ray Lewis should have been accused of murder. Dante Stallworth was accused of ve- uh, vehicular manslaughter. NFL players have been charged and accused of much worse than assault. Tyreek Hill, or no, sorry, Kareem Hunt kicked a girl. That's sexual assault. Come on, man. And you love Kareem Hunt. I've seen your channel, or I've seen your Instagram page. You go on about Kareem Hunt's better than Nick Chubb. And I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Because I pref- I do prefer Kareem Hunt over Nick Chubb. But come on. you you got to be equal here, man. Kareem Hunt kicked a woman. Antonio Brown kind of did the same thing. Or is accused of the same thing. So come on. Be equal here. Show respect. And be equal. Don't play favorites here. Number four. Thanks, Odell is overrated. Okay. Whatever, man. 2018, 1,000-plus yards, six touchdowns. That, that's a pretty good season right there for an NFL wideout. 1,000-plus yards, six touchdowns. That's nice. 2019, 1,000-plus yards again, four touchdowns. That's more touchdowns than David Johnson scored last year. <laughs> and 2019, I'll blame Freddie Kitchens because that he did a worse job of coaching than... Uh, the guy who I thought Greg Williams should have got the head coaching job. So I actually have a valid argument on that one. Freddie Kitchens wasn't no head coach. And he shouldn't have been a head coach. 
Your argument is Cliff Kingsbury isn't a good coach because he won more games than they did last year, but he didn't hand it off to your fantasy football little lover, David Johnson. Like, come on, man. Number five, he said Sean McCoy sucks. And in 2019, I'd just like to mention, in less games than David Johnson played, um, he had more yards than David Johnson and more touchdowns. He ran for 464 yards, while David Johnson only ran for 345, and he scored four touchdowns, and David Johnson only scored two. So please explain your logic here, where in a throwing offense, where literally in the Chiefs offense, they throw the ball more times than they probably run, and in this Chiefs offense, they have multiple running backs. So please explain why LaShawn McCoy is over, sucks and is overrated, but he has more yards than David Johnson who played more games and got more carries than LaShawn McCoy, but yet LaShawn McCoy has more yards and touchdowns. Please explain. I would love to hear you explain this. I'd love to have you on my podcast if you want to come on here. In fact, any of these people can come on my podcast and tell me why they're right on all these stupid takes. You can tell me why. I don't give a crap. And I ain't going back down to you like Colin Cowherd does. I'm not going back down and be like, oh, no, you're right on that. You're stupid. These takes are stupid. You shouldn't have a job doing what you're doing. And you need to get a new job somewhere else. ESPN, you need to hire me because I actually have facts to back this up. I may be a 17-year-old kid. I will take half the pay of whatever these people are making. Actually, no, I'll take a quarter of whatever these people are making as long as I can hire my own, my, I get to have the guests that I want and I get to have a co-host with me. Because these, these tapes are ultimately stupid, idiotic, delusional, and you pay these people to go on national TV and say these things. And there are no repercussions for saying these stupid things either. And Colin Cowherd acts like he's the biggest thing ever too. Fox, like, come on. Fox, Fox, you really need to get a hold of yourself. Colin Cowherd acts like he's from the future. He, I remember the Notre Dame-Michigan game. He said, Michigan's going to win because they have the better team, the better coach, the better everything. So Michigan's winning this game 26-23. No doubt about it. Put it in the Put it, write it in your books. Place your bets on it. And Colin, Colin's wrong. Colin Cowherd acts like he's this high, altered, sports god analysis guy that just knows everything. Colin is idiotic, hypocritical, a liar, and so are most of these people. And then they try to go back and say they didn't say these things when there's history that they did. So, just like to mention, I will take a quarter of the pay whatever these people make. As long as I get to have a co-host, I get to pick my co-host, and the fact that I can choose my own guests. Because these people have no clue what they're talking about. If you go look at my podcast, I actually have a clue of what, I, what I'm talking about. And I think the worst take I've had on this podcast is saying that I think the Pacers are going to win the East, or they're my dark, dark horse to win the East. I think that's the worst take I've had on here. I think... And it, we can go back and look at it. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post a picture on my Instagram, and you guys can go back and look at the worst. And you guys can type in the comments and say the worst take I've ever had. So, I just like to put that out there. Um, thank you for listening. 
this, and I know this episode is not like the rest of them. I just figured ESPN fired Mike Golick, or they let go of Mike Golick, and they let somebody else go. ESPN has job openings, so I figured I'd throw my name in there because obviously they people they hire, the people they hire have no clue what they're doing, and neither does Fox. So just putting my name out there, and even WWE, if you want to hire me, as always, WWE is always open to hire me. Uh, I I would take a WWE job for Fox and ESPN too. Whatever. Or there's another bad. You could say this is a bad take. I said. Wrestling is a fake, it's predetermined. If you really want to think that's a bad take, whatever, man. So yeah, anybody wants to come on here and say I'm wrong about any of these things or says that, well, like Joseph Robert over here and say that, oh, you suck uh, and have no comeback for me. Like, come on, man. You're stupid. You're idiotic. David Johnson hadn't been a good player since 2016. So... Um, that's going to be the end of the podcast today. Thank you for listening. Um, got any questions, DM me on Instagram on the three ball podcast one, because I think I'm going to be quitting social media for a while. So we'll see how it goes, but thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Stay safe from COVID.